What do you do when you're feeling anxious and nervous, your breathing gets short, you can't get the words out, your thinking and your mind gets cloudy, and you just can't say what you want to say in that moment? What can you do? My name is Michael Williams, and in the next several minutes, I'm going to be sharing with you four big keys that you can use, that you can apply to help you say what you want to say the way you want to say it regardless of how you're feeling. What I mean is that we can't always control the way we're feeling in that moment. So if you're feeling anxious, you're feeling nervous, right, and your breathing starts getting short and your mind starts getting cloudy, what usually happens is you default to the way you usually act, the way you usually speak, the way you usually perform. Your thoughts default to whatever you usually think, if anything. So these keys that I'm going to give you, the big four, are some things that you absolutely have control over, that you can execute, that you can implement in the moment, regardless of how you feel. All right, so let's get to them. I'm going to run through them, and then we'll go back and talk just a little bit about each one. So the four big ones, the four big keys are, number one, and three of them start with B's, so this can help you remember it. The first one is your breathing. You can control your breathing, and we'll talk about how. The second thing that you can control is your body. You can control how you use your body and what you do with your body. The third one is your brain. You can control your thinking, what you say to yourself. And the fourth one is you can control your pacing, the speed of your uh, speech, right? The, the cadence, if you will. So let's go back and look at each one of those individually. Now, before I do that, some of you may be thinking that the way you respond and interact is involuntary. You don't have any control over it. But the fact is, it's only involuntary because perhaps, number one, you didn't realize that you actually could control it. And so it became involuntary just by the very fact that you weren't aware that, oh, well, here are some things that I actually can control if I consciously think about it. And then another reason that maybe it's been involuntary is just because maybe you've tried to control it and it didn't quite work as quickly or as easily as you would like. So you said, oh, this is too hard. It's involuntary. I can't do it. All right. So let's take a look at these four big ones, the four big keys. The first one is your breathing. Um, so one of the things that you want to do is when you're feeling anxious and nervous, is you want to remind yourself, and this really comes in with the brain, right? You want to remind yourself to breathe deeper, breathe a little deeper. You don't have to take super deep breaths, but breathe deeper and breathe more. Breathe more frequently. So you want to breathe deeper when you're feeling anxious and nervous, and you want to breathe more frequently, right? So you can't just breathe deeper once or twice and go, oh, that's it. You may have to breathe deeply several times. I can remember, well, I'll share this example with you a little later after I've talked about a few of these things because it puts it all together. So breathing. Now, the next thing that you can control is your brain, right? You're thinking what you think or your thoughts. So one of the things that you have to be able to do is to talk to yourself in the moment. For those of you who are taking 
the Pro 90D speech system, you're in the program, either coaching or self-study. You've heard me talk about the importance of self-talk. In fact, it is the most important thing. Without self-talk, really nothing else works or doesn't work very well or very consistently. So self-talk is very important. So you must be able to talk to yourself in the moment. If you don't talk to yourself, that is, if you don't direct and guide your thoughts in that moment, you will default, right? You will revert back to your default activity, your default thinking, your default feeling, your default speaking or performance. So you have to be able to direct your thoughts in the moment. So one of the things that you can tell yourself is, remember to breathe, relax, breathe, take your time, breathe. And you'll have to say this not once, not twice, but over and over and over and over again until your body responds. So one thing for you to tell yourself is to breathe, relax, slow down, take your time, breathe, relax, slow down, take your time. Keep repeating that, take your time, right? So two things that you can control. One is your breathing. You can control your breathing. Doesn't matter how anxious you are, how nervous you are, doesn't matter what the situation, you have to tell yourself, and you have to believe that you can do this. I can take deeper breaths, and I can take more frequent breaths. I can do this. I'm in control of my breathing. Even if your breathing is shallow, even if it's short, you can override that and begin to take deeper breaths. When someone's experiencing anxiety, often they'll tell people, breathe into a paper bag. Breathe or take deep breaths or do something or count or think about this, think about that to calm themselves down. Right? If they weren't able to do that, then they wouldn't tell them to take deep breaths or think about this or count that. Okay? You can do these things. And again, even though they might feel involuntary now, they're not involuntary. You can take back control. So breathing is one. Second is the brain. You can control what you're thinking in the moment. And the third one is what? What's the third one? Your body. Instead of being stiff, what happens is when, when people get anxious or nervous, they become very stiff and they don't move. So what they're doing is they're building up the tension and the energy, right? It has nowhere to go. And so what it does is it exhibits itself in, in getting stuck and blocking and stuttering or forgetting what they're about to say and just sweating and uh, pains in the chest, all of these things. Um, clients and students have told me that they've experienced. So when you move your body, right, you're starting to use, you're moving your body, you're using degree of energy, you're using a certain amount of energy, so you're, you're releasing some of that pen, pent up, pinned up energy, right? you're using your body. We're not just talking about using our hands. Yes, using our hands, but also using our face, facial expressions, articulating, moving our head. In some cases, moving our body, right? Instead of standing still. I tend to stand more still in front of the camera, but I'm using the rest of my body. And if I'm out doing a public speech, then I'm definitely going to be moving around a lot more than what I would here. But using your body, even if you're sitting down, you can use your hands. Someone says, well, what if I'm on the phone? Then use your other hand. Or go uh, where you don't have to hold the phone and you're, uh, you're 
hands-free, right? You're hands-free. So if you need to be on the phone, try to create a situation where you're hands-free and you can use both of your hands. If you have to use one hand, then use the other hand. Use your body. You can use your body to release and redistribute some of that energy. You can, you can use your body when you're feeling anxious or nervous. You can use your body. You're in control. You can move your body, right? So your body is the third one. And then the fourth one is you can control the speed. Often what happens is when people get anxious or nervous, they start out fast, they go fast, and then they start getting stuck. So all of these things kind of compound. They forget to breathe, right? Of course, they're breathing enough so that they won't fall out, right? But their breathing is so shallow, they're not getting enough air. And so they don't have enough airflow to speak. Also, their, their mind, their thoughts starts getting real cloudy, okay? Because now they're not getting enough oxygen to the brain. And also, their prefrontal cortex, the executive center, is not able to think clearly. And so other parts of the brain are taking over fight or flight, right? So they're... they're Thoughts get clouded, they start forgetting stuff, they can't think about things, everything just goes out the window that they've practiced. And so we have the breathing, and then we have the brain. So if, if you don't breathe, and you don't remind yourself to do certain things, then your thinking gets cloudy, and then your body, if the person's not moving and they're real stiff, then you get really tense, there's a lot of tension. And then, the last one is your rate of speech. You can slow your speech down, right? You do have control over how quickly you're speaking. So in the Pro 980 speech system, we talk about extending and blending your words for smooth speech. What I recommend to all of my clients and students is if you're in an interview or any time that you might be feeling a little anxious and nervous, one of the things you want to do is slow your speech down. Speak almost super slow for the first several sentences or the first couple of minutes. Whatever you need to do to get control over your speech, you can slow your speech down. You must slow your speech down. And what you're going to find is that when you control these big four, often it's within minutes, you'll start to feel more relaxed. Why? Because one of the things that you're doing is you're acting relaxed. In fact, you will find that other people who are observing you might not even know that you're feeling anxious or nervous. You may feel like you're anxious and nervous on the inside, but if you're breathing and you're slowing everything down and you're moving your body, they won't even know it and you'll perform well. So here are some things to think about. Regardless of how you're feeling, you can still perform well if you remember these big four, right? If you remember these big four, you can still perform well. You can act your way into feeling. So regardless of how you're feeling, you can act relaxed, calm, confident, okay? And what eventually happens is you start to feel calmer and you start to perform in a more confident manner. So there was a time uh, several years ago now where I had to do, where I volunteered, I was at a, coaching event and I was one of the students there but there were a few slots open for us to teach 
15-minute segment, and then there was another slot open to actually speak before the entire group, maybe a couple of hundred people or so. Um, the teaching segment was, was just with our smaller group, so it might have been you know, 20 people. And then the larger one, the other one, where you're on stage, is from a couple of hundred people. So I volunteered for both. And here's what happened to me. In the 15-minute segment, I felt totally comfortable, totally calm. So I love to teach, love to speak. Totally comfortable, calm. Maybe a little bit of anxiousness or whatever, but did a great job. In the larger one, as I was waiting, my heart was about to jump out of my chest. Why? There's more people there. Even though I've done this many, many times before, it had been some years since I had spoken in front of a large group. So it wasn't because I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do it. I loved doing it, but my heart was still pounding about to jump out of my chest. I still felt nervous, right? I felt anxious. So what I did is I just started breathing more. I breathed deeper and I breathed more. And I continued to breathe while I waited to go up on stage. Once I got up on stage, I spoke super slow. And I wasn't up there for a long time, yeah, less than 10 minutes. Um, had I spoken longer, I would have been even more relaxed, just would have gotten right into my groove. But so I didn't have a long time, so I had to kind of make sure that I was able to, to speak well in the time that I had. So I continued to breathe while I spoke. I spoke almost super slow for the first minute or so, and then I went a little faster after that, and I just took my time. And I just focused on the message that I wanted to, to communicate to the audience and what I wanted the audience to get from what I was saying. So I shifted the focus from me, my performance and how I was speaking to that audience. And I physically controlled my breathing and I physically controlled my body because I moved. I moved, I walked and I used my hands. I had a mic, so I had to use one hand and I controlled the pacing the pacing, the cadence, okay? And here's what happened. Got off the stage, several people came to me and said, wow, that was amazing, that was great. Uh, even though you spoke really slow, you held our attention, you impacted us, right? And literally, people said you held my attention even though you spoke really slow. And so they couldn't hear, but I felt like my voice might have been shaking a little bit. They didn't perceive it that way. They perceived it as me being confident, as me being relaxed, as me taking my time, as me engaging them. So I share that little story to say to you that even for the best of us, and if I were speaking all the time, I probably wouldn't have felt like that. I might have felt just a little anxious for a minute or so. But because I hadn't been speaking for a while, I felt more anxious. But one of the things that you can do in terms of your brain, your thinking, is to reframe the situation. Tell yourself, I'm really excited. So rather than thinking and saying, I'm really anxious, I'm really nervous, say, I'm really excited because it feels almost the same. It feels almost the same. Only when you're excited, then what happens is you're giving yourself energy. When you're anxious and nervous, you're actually draining your energy, okay? So reframing is something else that you can do leading up to whatever the situation is, as well as during. I'm really excited about this, really excited. All right, so let's review these four things really quickly. These are power tips or pro tips. Uh, let's go through the four of them. 
Three of them start with B's. Remember, the first one is you can control your what? Breathing. The second one is that you can control your what? Your body. Right, you can control your body. And these are not in order, but you can control your breathing. You control your body. You can control what? Your thinking, your brain. And you can control your speech or your pacing. If I were going to put them in order, I'd probably put brain first. Right, to tell yourself to breathe, and then I would say breathing second, and then I would say body and speech, right, the pacing uh, third and fourth. And those can be interchanged, okay? So remember these things. Um, they're ironclad, they're absolute, okay? If you, you can do these things, do not feel like that when you're anxious or nervous, you can't control yourself. It's involuntary that these things take over. That might be true right now, but it doesn't have to be true. Now that you have this knowledge and you have this understanding, you actually can control those things no matter how you feel in the moment. Remember, you can perform well despite feeling anxious or nervous, but you must remember these big four keys. My name is Michael Williams. I look forward to working with you either in our self-study or our private coaching. So I want to encourage you to take a look at those two things and don't just be out there watching videos and piecing things together. Get into a proven scientifically based system that's going to get you to where you need to go, which is you want to be able to say what you want to say when you want to say it the way you want to say it. Right? You want to be able to take your speech to the next level so you can take your career to the next level and your life to the next level. Again, my name is Michael Williams. Thank you for watching this video. We'll see you the next time.